Hi, I'm Erin Marcus, former corporate executive turned entrepreneur and founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business. Welcome to the Ready Yet podcast. We're excited to bring you more than 100 episodes of interviews and insights designed to help entrepreneurs get the financial and emotional freedom they need in order to build a business and a life they're proud of. All right, all right, and welcome to this episode of the Ready Yet podcast, and my guest today is Rebecca Quave, who I'm excited about because here's the thing. She was introduced to me from my friend Katrina, and the one word I use to describe my friend Katrina is magic. As far as I'm concerned, Katrina is just basically magic, and so when she introduces me to people, they're always amazing, and and we've chatted before, so I can't wait to share your story and your insights and all your information with everybody, so before we get into all that, um, thank you for being here, and why don't you give everyone a little bit more formal introduction of who you are and what you do. Yeah, um, I'm so happy to be here. I thank you for inviting me. And yeah, I I agree. I love um, when Katrina connects me to people 100%. So my name is Rebecca, as you said. And what I've been helping people with for the past 17 or so years is reconnecting with the truth of themselves, reconnecting with the truth of the deep peace and wild delight that are their birthright. And simplifying that and integrating it into your daily life so that that's something you can embody, right? Because a lot of like longtime spiritual seekers, uh, they know a lot of things <laughs> about a lot of things. And it sort of remains that way. It remains just in the idea yeah. place uh, versus being integrated into how you're living your daily life. So we bring that peace that people get a taste of on their meditation cushion or their yoga mat into the traffic jam and the work deadlines and all of those things. All the things. And I absolutely love that. So like the two things you said that really stuck out with me just right now is reconnect with the truth because I absolutely agree with that. It's not finding yourself. It's uncovering the crap you've piled on between the time you knew yourself and wherever you are now. And the second, right. And then the second piece of embodying it, don't just know it academically, but how do you make it part of your actual life? Right. It's kind of like we go on vacation and then we live our lives, two different things. Well, how do we, you know, how do we marry that? So we get to live the life we actually want all the time. Exactly. Exactly. So, and I use that phrase a lot too, right. Is living a life that you don't need to escape from right? The life that you love waking up to. And so, and it is the way you get there is all about dissolving that separation. Well, and I love what you just said. My inner work and then my life. Yes. Yeah. Well, and so what you said that was so different. And for me, I don't know why it just hits me differently is it's to me, it's almost overused in marketing, live a life you love, you know, live a life that lights you up. Like we get it, we get it, we get it. But what you just said is to me a little bit even more powerful live a life you don't feel the need to escape from because to most people living a life you love might be so vague does that really land 
But I think we can all have a pretty visceral reaction to the idea of live a life you don't need to escape from. Well, and with the escaping, what I find and the reason I say it that way is that lots of people, you know, especially if we're socialized as women, we're taught and conditioned to like to always find a way to be happy or like find a way to say something good about something. Right. So lots of people, if you stop them on the street and ask them, do you love their life? They're going to be like, yeah, I love. You know, and, and yet, meanwhile, underneath that is the the way they get, get to that life that they say that they love is that, you know, there's a lot of coping mechanisms. There's a lot of settling. And there's a lot of like planning for how do I get a break from this? Right. Absolutely. So how did you get here? Like, um, those of us of a certain age, we weren't really brought up with these concepts in the forefront. Definitely um, not. Right. They, <laughs> it, it, you, you know, it is what it is. You're close. You know, you and me, we're kind of the same, same group here. So how did you get into this work that you're doing? There's usually a journey, right? Yeah, there definitely is. And, it, and unexpectedly. <laughs> so this is not where I thought I was going to be. Um, my degree is in science, is in biology. Um, and then I was taken out of the lab when I got pregnant for my oldest. And then, you know, that led me to, I, I guess it was basically around the time I was pregnant for my youngest, I started in an inward journey because by that point I had had kind of this like compressed timeline of, um, reaching those points of feeling unfulfilled by the things that I was told were going to make me happy. Right. So right down to even like the kind of chest pains that you associate with like middle-aged executives having, cause they're pushing themselves too hard. I was already at that at like 15. Okay. Gosh. Cause I was like, so driven. <laughs> like, no, like, there's I gotta have... be something else. This can't Exactly. Be. So I had yeah. tried, I tried the, the accomplishments and the awards and the academic success and all of that. I tried the Martha Stewart route. I tried to like, you know, have a perfect household and children and husband and and make, you know, like that whole thing. And over and over and over again, I still found myself at the same place of confusion of like, this isn't, I don't know why I'm still not happy. And I went through deep depression and, and all kinds of things until again, once I was looking inward, Um, that led me down a path where I ended up undergoing something that I hate to even try to put a name on, honestly, but it's what people call like a big sudden uh, awakening, right? That irrevocably changes you and all of your life forever. (laughs) Um, And yet at the same time, one of the things that was most clear in that moment is that this wasn't even new, what I was experiencing. So it, on one hand, it felt wildly new and unlike anything I could have even dreamt of or hoped for. And at the same time, it was just as clear that it had always been there with me, always, always. So and when- so then that sort of led to, okay, this is why I'm here. This is what I do. I help people reconnect with this. What in that process, because I think a lot of people have those moments in their lives and brush right past them. I think there's a lot of people who have inclinations that it's supposed to be different, 
even if, you know, let's just assume we're not talking about the people who can't get, who are just in it and they're too far in it and they don't even see a different way. But I think there's a lot of people at the next rung up the ladder that get hit with waves of inspiration, get hit with a feeling that something else is possible. But what gives you, and the only word that I use is courage, because it takes a lot of courage to buck what you've been told is the right way to go, even if you're not happy, Yeah, and go a different route. Because that's when people start looking at you like you're nuts, right? That's when people who have known you all your, you know, and, and for me, the version was quitting the big, fancy, multiple six-figure, high perform like, right? Quit that job to go do something completely different. And everyone who knows you thinks you're crazy because you're doing so great at it. So why are you leaving? Exactly. Exactly. So, it's like, why would you, why, why would you, you give rock that up? the boat? Right. And so what I find with people is those glimpses all add up to, you can trace even all of the glimpses back to something that's there all along, right? Something that is beckoning you always. And the only question is, how much are you paying attention to it or not? And even as far as that courage, what's, what's bigger than that, in my experience, is even the, that, that you're just willing to be more aware of what it is that's been giving you that inner whisper all along, because that will carry you along that will support you and you don't have to like provide as much of your own steam on like you know I and I see a lot of people emphasizing the like okay just take a leap of faith and I'm like "Mm, you know maybe maybe take like a little less scary version where there's (laughs) yeah because because you do have a net right it's a net that a lot of people don't acknowledge it's a net that we're taught doesn't exist, but it is there. So if somebody now I have enough self-reflection and have done this journey on my, in my own work, I say enough to be dangerous, right? It's not what I teach. It's a piece that I use in what I do, but I do have the marketing background and the way that I describe what a lot of people feel in this world is you're not happy and you don't know why. Right. You're not happy, but you don't know why. So for people who are at that stage of their journey, who haven't yet learned, number one, to listen to their inner voices, but number two, to even have the language around how to articulate what's going on. Like, what are some tactical things we can do? Because I know that you teach this, right? You teach. So I want to get into that subject matter. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I start. Exactly. So that, you know, that ennui that you're referring to, right. Of just like something's off and I don't even know what it is. I just, and I see it with people all the time that they just feel like there's, there's a spark that they could have that they don't have. Right. And so the starting point there is a lot of questions, Mm -hmm. right. And not just questions, but asking those questions from a place of a genuine kind, compassionate, pure curiosity, not asking the questions from a place of like analysis of like, okay, let me, I'm going to ask all these questions to myself to like sort myself out and find out what's wrong so I can fix it. Right. 
These questions are more of a, a journey of exploration and finding out what that uncovers. And if what that uncovers is another question, that's great. What that uncovers is not even an answer in language and just something that you feel start to shift in you. That's even more amazing. So starting with questions like, well, what did I, when I was four years old, what did I dream about? I, I use 10 to me. Okay. Here's why. At 10 years old, you're old enough to know you can't be a unicorn, right? So it's not completely outrageous, but you're still young enough to think anything's possible. Yeah. It, I mean, I think it a lot depends on the person, Yeah, right? Because yeah. a lot of people have been crushed by 10, yeah. you know? And so, and I, and I like the outrageous. So even if your answer is unicorn, <laughs> yes, that still gives you some information to it me, does, right? Because that yes. still opens up. So, and that's what I mean about using this complete curiosity with the questions is that unreasonable is great. Let's run with unreasonable. Let's, let's see, let's find out what unreasonable shows us about ourselves and about what really matters to us. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Ready Yet podcast brought to you by Conquer Your Business. With decades of experience, Conquer Your Business creates business and branding strategies that build multiple six and seven figure businesses. And we don't just show you what to do. We have an entire team of people available to help you do it. Strategy and implementation. You can learn more and reach out to us by visiting conqueryourbusiness.com. The other thing I'd love to get your take on, one of the things that I have found as a business coach and consultant is when I'm working with people, if they are trying to run away from something they're angry about, they're going to be a whole lot less successful than if than if they're trying to run towards something they're creating. Right. Like the entrepreneurs that I work with who are mad at their boss and mad at the nine to five and mad at this and mad at that. Like you're bringing that with you into the entrepreneurial world. It's you, not them. A hundred percent. You can't outrun any of these things. No. You just can't. <laughs> you know? right? It's like a good news, bad news thing. The good news is the answers are all in there. The bad news is you're taking it all with you, whether it's. Yeah. Or not, right? And it's very similar to like, even when I work with people who've like been on a spiritual journey for a long time already, there's still that shift that has to happen, right? Like so many of them are trying, they're on that journey to outrun their pain yeah. instead of to dive into what's beckoning them and what's actually available, right? And the way I've always described it as like, listen, it's like if you're asleep and instead of having an alarm clock or something jolting you awake or something that you have to do or something that you're, you know, or that you're waking up from a nightmare or something, that you just suddenly smell a little smell. What you know, like you know how in cartoons when it's drawn right, is like right. a little woo, woo, and <laughs> and then you get pulled by the nose to it. Yeah. It's like that. It's this really gentle beckoning. And you know, with that said, I will say uh, also, you know, as far as like what you said about having that level of success, I do want to also mention that doing your inner work is not necessarily a prerequisite to that success, right? Because we know that. We see it all the time. I mean, look right. at a guy like Elon Musk. That's that's not a There's paragon of inner, inner work. Right? That's not, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? To call right. him even well-adjusted would be He's a stretch, <laughs> honestly. Yes. You know, 
So yeah. it's it's not that you can't have success without handling these things first, but I still recommend to everyone to prioritize that because you're going to have to deal with it at some point or another. And I find that it's much more harmonious and a much more um, smooth path to be incorporating that all along instead of building this huge success and then finding yourself unfulfilled and disillusioned and happy, you know, and wondering what's wrong, right? You can tell by people's behavior, are they externally successful and internally a wreck? You can, you can tell. Yeah. And I love what you're saying that it's not mutually exclusive because the, the, the opposite is not true either. You're not saying that do this work instead of achieving those types of successes. It's about the marrying and having a better enjoyment of your successes because you've done this work. Exactly. Exactly. And and doing this also sets you free to define for yourself exactly what success even means to you. Right. Well, um and I know, I know that you in particular work with people who've been on this journey a little while. You know, I'd asked you for your advice for beginners, but like, I know your focal point is really on people who are, in my words, taking it to the next level. And one of the things that I like about that is one of the challenges I listen, because words are important, right? The words we use are important. So I try to stay away from this concept of having to fix anything fix my mindset, fix my calendar, fix my marketing, because one, it implies that it's bad now. And two, it implies that there's this magic date somewhere in the future where everything will just be perfect and I won't have to work on it anymore. So for the people who have started this journey, what should they, I almost want to say the opposite. Like we talked for beginners how to get started, but for people who've been on this journey, I think it's almost the, the, the bigger pitfall would be to keep taking your eye off the ball, that it's actually easy to slip back. Yeah. So there's a few things with that. So first of all, as far as like who I work with, you know, this can change so fast, you know, that there's not like any prerequisite, prerequisite. Someone could think that they're a total beginner one minute and like a month Ooh. later, they have been just it, pulled into something that they didn't even know exists. Right. So um, that's because it's something that's always available. Even, even what you might call the ultimate is always available to everyone at the center of every single breath in every single moment. So it's all, there's no like, do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. a earn your stripes on the way up the mountain. It's always there. <laughs> you can okay? take leap for, you can take exactly. leaps forward. Exactly. Exactly. So now at the same time, what you said about like kind of taking your foot off the gas, that is one of the biggest challenges I see. And it's not for lack of, you know, it's, it's not in, in terms of like this traditional thing that we've been taught about, like force it and make things happen and hustle and it's not like that. It's, it's the sort of human uh, tendency toward getting a little relief and going, okay. Right. So the biggest thing, and I see this at absolutely any level is prioritizing this inner work for the deliciousness. Yeah. Not because you're 
like you said before, trying to outrun your pain. Because when you prioritize it just for the exploration itself, for the deliciousness of it, for this curiosity of like, what am I going to find next, right? Instead of having a preconceived idea of like, okay, well, here's where I feel like garbage and here's where I feel a little better. So let me whip out my little you know, tool that Rebecca taught me and get from here to there and then put it back away again, right? Because then stuff's going to start piling back up. <laughs> right. You know? well, and it, so it's- that's why curiosity and, and just being in it for the joy of it and for the exploration of it is, is so, so, so key. And I think it's also why entrepreneurship as a business, for example, um, aligns so well with mindset work, because in both cases, there is no end point. There is exactly the journey is the thing. That's it. Right. It the, is it. It is it. It's, it's every is moment. It's thing. always. a Yeah. Yeah. And there is no finish line. And that There's was no something that um, is a big thing that I've dealt with again, with like spiritual seekers, because they tend to have been uh, conditioned into this idea that there's going to be some big, you know, moment where, <laughs> where the sky I get is open it and, and everything's go- fine. And like, okay, and then you're just not going to have, like, life isn't right. going to happen to you anymore. Right. And oh I have God, to kind of like so fill them back down from that expectation. <laughs> like, what if, just hear me out for a minute, what if even when that happens, number one, you still have to integrate that, right? Because I mean, it happened to me and it was years that it took me to even integrate that. And then it still continuously expands, right? So what really changes is your relationship to what's happening in your life, you know? So the same thing might happen and you have a whole different relationship with that event and and how you feel about that event or how easily you're able to um, move on to the next thing or whatever you know it's it, all of these responses are are what shifts yeah. and I love what you're doing because again I mean I know you don't exclusively work with entrepreneurs and correct me if I'm wrong on that one but especially in this world your business can't outgrow you your business can absolutely not outgrow you as, as a person. So if people want to continue this conversation with you, I highly, highly, highly recommend you do. What is the best, what have you got going on? What is the best way to get a hold of you? So there are a few things, um, you know, obviously you're going to put links, um, I'll be be in the show notes. We'll make it exactly. So I'll, I'll give you the background there. One is, is a special offer that's a gift to you. It's a course. It's a nine-day virtual immersion that's called Live Love Every Day that nice. addresses exactly what we've just been talking about, right? How to bring that into your day-to-day life instead of just like unconditional love being like <laughs> an etheric concept that like sounds amazing, but like where does that, you know... How do I use that information? Yeah, live love every day. And when I say it's a nine-day immersion, it is self-paced. So you get instant access to it. And then you continue to have access. You can do it, repeat it, whatever. It's not like on a nine-day time frame. Nice. Um, And then something that is on a time frame that I'm really excited about because it's my first in-person live retreat coming back after, you know, where we've been the past (laughs) few years Um, But live retreats have always been one of my very, very favorite things to offer because it's so incredibly powerful. 
So this retreat is November 10th through 15th, and it's called You in Bloom because that's exactly what it's about. It is giving you the nourishment and the support and everything that you need in order to bloom. And when I say bloom, I don't mean pry your petals open like lots of people frequently try to do. It doesn't mean fake it till you make it. None of that kind of stuff. It's going deep. Legitimate. Exactly. So that it allows you to expand and bloom in, in all the ways that you can in your life. Love it. Love it. And we will make sure that we have links to all of that. Yeah. Thank you for spending time with me, your energy, your insight, your experience, the whole nine yards. Um, I know for myself, this type of work has made all the difference in the world and it's made what I've done in the last several years possible. So um, I highly, highly appreciate the people who are guides on that journey for people. So thank you for, for spending time with me. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me here. It's, it's such a joy to talk to you. And I know that um, all of the things that I'm sure your people already know, like how you feel about nature and, and <laughs> things like that, you know, really lines up with, you know, those, those, those rhythms of how things unfold. Yeah. Um, in when we stop trying to force them. So absolutely. Absolutely. There's I'm, I've got all sorts of metaphor posts going on in social media right now as I'm working in my garden and thinking about my business. So <laughs> <laughs> totally. thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the ready yet podcast. I truly enjoy bringing these stories of success and inspiration to you. Please join us in our mission to empower entrepreneurs to be in charge of their businesses and in charge of their lives by sharing this with anyone you know who would benefit from our tactical and motivating advice, leaving us a review, and letting us know if there are any particular topics you would really appreciate hearing about. See you next time.